welcome in. You're listening to Mount Hermeneutics, where three Marines talk about God, faith, and spirituality with a heavy lean on the divine council worldview. Now, this is not your grandma's Sunday school, nor is it always for the faint of heart. There's nothing about who we are or what we say that make us experts, but you better believe that we're going to have a take and perhaps it won't suck. So how much of that did you guys watch? I watched the whole thing. I was supposed to be uh, working. I had a deadline on Wednesday and I just, I mean, my house could have been burning down and I would have <laughs> like, I would have stopped to watch that whole thing. And like my mouth was agape the whole time. Like I had like the hair on the back of my neck was standing up. Are we, I, are I, we in the show now? Might as well be. Yeah. Okay. I, I just kind of assumed we made that natural transition. We were, um, but now we have a weird <clears throat> chunk. We have to cut out of the show. Um, <laughs> you got to cut out of the show. I mean, oh, you can leave it in if you want. I, I probably will. This might be our thing every time. But are, are we going? Are we? Are real? we recording? It's gonna be my. It's gonna be my catchphrase. Because <laughs> so, I was gonna say something really racy, and uh, are, is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> Mike. I'm looking around for I make a Nephilim joke. <laughs> I went and turned it on in the living room, and and I had to come back in here and do something. And Carrie comes in and she's like, what in the hell is this on for? <laughs> it's not the normal thing that I would ever have our TV tuned to because it's not, I'm not a C-SPAN kind of guy. But uh, yeah, I sat out there and was drinking coffee watching it. And I'm like, this is wild. This is so weird. I, I feel way left out now. You didn't did watch any watch of it. it. No. Have you watched any of the coverage of it? Like at uh, the no. highlights? I, so, I've seen some highlights. I saw the highlights that Walsh, put on his. I mean, here, this was kind of what I took from it. Like they're interviewing one guy, right? And they're like, so are you saying in your professional subject matter expert opinion, this technology could not be created by man-made means? And he goes, not by us, not by our allies and not by our enemies. And they're like, really? And he's like, what do you, I mean, what do you also want me to say? And then they started asking him like classified questions because he's worked on these classified projects he goes i can't answer that in an open in an open hearing but if we go to a closed hearing i can answer that question and they I were like hmm i don't understand why how do anybody... i get in that hearing i'm gonna get in that one right i don't understand why anyone is talking about anything else I, it, it's almost like it's so overt that it's you know uh, so i've it's... got a cousin so it's surreal is what it is. So one of my, one of my cousins, Zach, um, he's a, a Marine also, um, and he's listening. So Zach, Hey, what's up, man? Um, he, he posted a meme the other day and it's like all the conspiracy theorists now no longer believe in UFOs <laughs> because the government's saying it's real. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> it's, and it's kind of like, the I mean, thing I is, if you're, if you're not a conspiracy theorist after that hearing, you're, you're just, you're an ostrich. Yeah. Like you, whatever you believe about the, the nature of what's happening, you have to believe there, are, there are two conspiracy theories on the table and you have to pick one or just bury your head in the sand. Um, either the government has been lying to us all these decades and they're real, they, they really are in possession of craft made by otherworldly beings, or that's a, all a lie. And this is all an elaborate psyop either way. I mean, pick your conspiracy theory. There's no third option. Wait, um, what about the option of we can actually do that? Well, 
What if it's the option like Spider-Man Homecoming? But doesn't that fall into the second option though? That means that it's it. There are no. <clears throat> there really aren't UFOs, yeah. and we're yeah. That's... The government's pretending there are aliens to hide how the fact the fact that we've actually made these like super sure 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 yeah. or just to throw us off from the Hunter Biden stuff or the border hearing that was going on. Well, there's where the conspiracy over. theory comes in, right? So the, when you we, we not not the what, but the why. Right. Why? Why, why, why are they saying this? And why yeah. now? And why is it that every time that a big piece of the scandal gets released, a new hearing comes out, or a new piece of classified information gets released? That's that's kind of where where the tinfoil hat guys can right. can really well, and, chime and, in. And my problem on it, and where where I, where I get tinfoily, if that's a if that's a thing, is why hasn't why isn't there a why aren't these congressmen that are outside of the loop? calling for a special investigation well schumer is did he is yeah chuck schumer okay chuck schumer filed legislation to uh i don't know though i don't know the exact specifics of it but it's something to the effect of uh i think there i think it's to create an investigation and to declassify information related to this okay i'm just um, like you know i mean they've we've had special investigations into like steroid use in baseball and this seems slightly right. more important yeah. than whether or not Mark McGuire was taking Andrastine Dion legally or not. Like, I, I, yeah, I think is... that we've, we, our imagination has been going about this thing for the last hundred years through comic books and film and, and novels that I, I think that a lot of people believe the things they've read and seen. Like I just watched The Flash last night, right? Like, it was better than I expected. Was I was it, pleasantly surprised. Compare it to the Batman. <laughs> um, significantly better because I don't think it takes itself as serious. Okay. If I actually makes- enjoyed The Flash and would probably watch it again if I just had nothing else to do. I've tried to watch the Batman again because it was like so critically acclaimed that like maybe i'm missing something i can't get through it i can't make myself watch it it's so boring but the flash is stupid but it's fun it's like it yeah. it's it, it was it was better than justice league and and superman versus batman really i think so i really enjoyed superman versus batman i might be one of the only people on planet earth that enjoyed it but i liked it i like I things think... about it but and, and let yeah, me clarify right. and, and of, of the three of us I'm the least, I'm wearing the t-shirt. I'm the I'm the I'm the non-DC guy. I'm not a Batman guy or a Superman guy. Because of that, I think I enjoyed Batman versus Superman. My head wasn't blowing up with like that's not canon, that's not correct. Like I was just watching a movie. You know? Yes. And I and I really enjoyed the Ben Affleck Batman the most. I like the old cranky Batman. <laughs> I, I don't mind Ben. In fact, I, I, I said to Delani last night we're yeah. watching, I'm like Ben Affleck. I, I, I really like the Ben Affleck Batman, and I really, really like the the Cavill Superman. So, because I like I, the two, I like guys, how he looks. I like <laughs> the way he brings it to life. Now, again, you guys don't like it because you don't like the writing underneath the story. I just like the dude gives off Superman energy. Like of all sure, the people that have sure. played Superman, he's the most believable to me as Superman. He was perfectly cast as Superman. He right. sucks as Clark Kent, but they didn't really have a Clark Kent That's, character anyway. Yeah. In fact, they killed Clark Kent immediately, right? right. Yeah, he, yeah. He's basically never <laughs> Clark Kent in the movie. Yeah. Which is why that it, 
It's why Man of Steel sucked. Yeah, you can't you can't have Superman without that's the fair. Clark Lois Superman and, love triangle. And like I said, that's because I'm not a because I'm not a DC guy, I concede <clears throat> those points. Similarly, I don't know that that uh, Affleck was a great um, uh, Bruce Wayne, but he was a really good Batman, right? <laughs> like I think I think uh, uh, American Psycho dude was a really was a really good Bruce Wayne. Christian Bale. Christian Bale was an awesome Bruce Wayne. Like he pulled off the rich, you know, prick playboy. I don't care about anybody because that's the gimmick I'm trying to, you know, create. I think he and did the young that version of him too. Yeah, right, right. Like that was. I didn't see, um, you know, I guess the the version of Bruce, the only version of Bruce Wayne that that you know, the Affleck pulls off is the, you know. I'm sitting in the cave, <laughs> Bruce Wayne, right? Not that out in town, Bruce Wayne. So that's that was my. There were a couple thing. scenes where he was kind of, uh, where he was out out and about on in on the town and right, but it flirting just didn't, with it didn't, Gal Gadot, it, but it, it didn't figure as prominently. And his flirting with Gal Gadot was as Batman because he knew who she was and she figured out who he was so quickly, right? So mm-hmm. that was sure. that was my my take. But yeah, the, no, the UFO thing is is crazy, and it you know, kind of to our our show's course material, the the uh, the, the the Heiser uh, Facebook groups have been a flutter because he was a very non UFO guy, right? At least a non extraterrestrial alien life form guy, and so everybody in those chat groups I've been watching have been like, wish Mike could have seen this, you know, wonder what he would have thought and all that kind of stuff. Um, you guys have seen that doc, that YouTube video. It's like an hour and a half long. I think you, I think Matt, you linked it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everybody should watch that. Um, yeah, I don't remember the name of it, but it's Michael Heiser talking about. I think it's called Aliens. Talking about aliens. Yeah, yeah. it's talking about where but, he would go out and like go meet alien guys and basically like have a sit down with them and kind of essentially debunk their their theories. But he did it in a very like open minded kind of way. Yeah, he's such a it, nice guy. He he really he really was. He seemed he just seemed amazingly nice, and like super gracious and 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 charitable and like he was never out to attack anybody. He was just like you know come at me and I'll I'll defend it. But you know, I am yeah. not that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, maybe that's why I'm not you know doctor because I'd be like well, among other things, yeah. <laughs> And and because I'm lazy, I was like, well, I mean, I, I guess I could okay. be a doctor. I have to do is go to school. Like, I mean, you just got to go to school. That's all you got to do. Yeah. But. My my mother gave me uh, an update. Uh, she corrected me on on her how she uh, got into how she got baptized. So okay, remember Brian, you were talking about he had to sign the creed and whatnot to be a member yeah. of that church. Yeah. Uh, my my mother calls me. He's like, I have answers because <laughs> she listens to the podcast so now so now she calls me like and uh says hey I got, I got an answer to this and i got an answer to that but basically hey hey no i didn't have to sign anything but uh she did have to do a lot of study and she had to go before a panel of three different elders okay. so in that panel she had an hour-long interview with each of them Dang. so one one of them in three consecutive weeks so basically three hours worth of uh, a murder board to say yes <laughs> you, you are indoctrinated enough you can go get dunked down in escondido so that's mm. what uh, interesting that's so she didn't she didn't go into any of the questions and i'm like i'm about to ask her I'm like hey give me the list man right i want the list like, like i need to 
So, like, <laughs> no, that's bullshit. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, what? But, well, what, so there was a I, screening process. Is, there's a, uh, a big time screening process. Yes. Yeah. So, so what I think is awesome is one, mom's listening to the podcast. Two, right. she wanted to give, hey, I need to clarify a couple of things. So that's that's what we want, right? We want that feedback. We want that. We want to be kept honest if we get something wrong. Um, you know, I'm, I'm Matt, waiting I, for the, the list of things to t- for, of people telling Brian what he's wrong about. I can't wait. I, yeah, does, does, does Spotify have a good comment section? I it does. And it, like, it, okay. Matt, I, I think you should share what your dad said. He said he, felt, he said he felt bad for you because we were picking on you. Yeah, you guys do pick on me. And I, and I told him, Stop being a little pansy. That's not what you said. No, I didn't. Say that to my you cleaned. Dad. You cleaned up what you said. I would never say that to my dad. No, I just laughed. Mm. I was right. like, <laughs> it's like yeah. actually the same thing. That's exactly what he said. Right. <laughs> Read between the the teeth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I wonder who else out there thinks you guys pick on me. I think I'm. Hopefully, a lot of people. Yeah. You guys are mean. Actually, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at the text so I get his actual. Um, what he said correctly. So uh he said it was very intense at times and I felt for Brian getting attacked from both sides. Hmm. Well. And then he asked me to clarify what what our the name of the show meant. So I explained the, the play gotcha. words to him. Hmm. I imagine it being way even more sympathetic than that, but uh, it was just a few words. All right. Well yeah. it, it, it was it was a text this long and you were one one sentence. Well, Matt's dad, it's okay. I can take it. His name is Mike. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a lot of biblical texts. You have a lot of things in there that are only like a couple words long, and people write these long dissertations. Right. On. Yeah, he was like, it was really good podcast, really excited, and there were giants in this time. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. We, we just went right over that, right? Just, you know. You're going to expand on this, right? Oh, yeah, we're going to do it in Enoch and Jubilee. And then we're going to take it out. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, okay, I can take it. I've taken it from these guys for 30 years. He, he only cries half the time. Yeah. Only only drunk. I love you, yeah. man. I love you too, man. <laughs> but uh, so, so, yeah, Congress had a hearing about uh, UAPs this week, and that's pretty <laughs> nuts. Um, uh, I feel like, you know, there's a lot to say about that, and we've barely scratched the surface, but... Uh, but also, I don't I don't know why everybody else isn't constantly talking about this. What it, what is going on in the world that's more important than this? I don't know. I, that's that is weird though. Like I, I I really agree with that because like my wife hadn't paid attention to it at all, with the exception of me having <clears throat> it on, but she didn't listen to it at all. And somehow I don't know what kind of bastardized uh, Facebook feed she has, but it didn't make it into her feeds. How does that not make it into your social media feed? Yeah. Like you need to like rethink your entire friends list if that doesn't make it into your feed somewhere, <laughs> right? At least a joke, like a meme page right? that just like puts in weird some memes. kind of a random alien meme or something. Yeah, Tend the story, the story is either our place in the universe is about to be fundamentally and irrevocably changed, at least in our perception, or why is the government spending time on this nonsense? Um. One of those is the story, and it's a giant story, whichever 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 is true. Right. right. Either is a big story. One's one's more fun and one's really ugly. 
I don't. Which I is which, though? Fun, I think the fun side, what you're referring to, I believe, is is kind of scary. I, I, I think yeah. the average dude doesn't. Scary even is want fun. To, scary I don't is think fun that's. Also. I'm, not, I'm with you. I'm not having fun with that at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 fine with it. So, I, uh, because I, think, I, I know, like you said, your wife didn't didn't say it. my wife <laughs> did, but chose not to follow it. She was like, "What? No, click." She's like, she's like "Hell no." <laughs> I don't. Oh, mess so, like so, she doesn't do aliens, right? Even like movies and like, oh, it's an alien, and and alien sci-fi <laughs> is one thing. But then when you when you dive into something that might be real, she's like, nah, F that next channel. Really? Either nah. scenario really ought to scare the hell out of us. Why? Um well, either the government is lying to I mean the 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 least frightening scenario is that our, our government is so corrupt and thinks we're all so stupid that it's spending time on this to distract us from something that sounds like a desperate frantic attempt to to distract us from what that should concern us all um and i'm like that's yeah oh, so sometimes to us. that never happens so, well so, sometimes I, I i think the meteor can't come soon enough so <laughs> can, what can't come off the meteor. the meteor whatever it is, is oh the meteor and gotcha. our time and age so we can get on to the to the council <laughs> the other scenario is that we are insects at the mercy of giants um in a different sense um whatever they are i mean they're they're all if there's any truth to this this is a vastly technologically superior race and uh we just we couldn't do anything about it if uh, i think there's other options so okay. it could be that they're not technologically superior they could be the leftovers they don't have a freaking clue how to how to build the ships they just know how to operate them that's highly speculative I mean, so is your version, right? Well, like, my version is not speculative. If it's if it's true, I mean, if we, if they have craft that can defy all known laws of aeronautics, and um, maybe the really advanced people showed up on their planet and they ate them, and then they figured out how to they pushed pushed buttons and kept wrecking them until they figured out how to fly one of them. That's the that's the comforting version in your scenario. Maybe not if they eat us, so, but they're just. So let me ask this. Do do you think that in a scenario such as that, something that we're not doing to ourselves, is that when God intervenes? Well, and that's that's my thing, right? That to be so to be serious about this. I mean, obviously, I was being a little flip. Sure, Most, mostly flip. I was being flip. Um, <laughs> is that nothing about and Matt's view, right? Nothing about the the, the existence of aliens effects in one iota my 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 faith right i've never had a a view of the of biblical writings that precludes aliens it's simply quiet on the topic right unless we want to take a a heiserish view that it's anything that's extraterrestrial is simply elohim and they all they we already know they exist which is one view um, supernatural right 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 um I, I tend to feel like the, the Bible was silent on aliens because it wasn't relevant. Um, and if it becomes relevant, you know, uh, that could either be what, to to your point, that could be what harkens or hastens, hastens um, the second coming, or it could just be a bump in the road of something that we have to deal with and it, it's going to be a non-issue. Or they could be 
you know, wildly um, benevolent and friendly. And they could just show up and be like, we just want to like play sports with you guys and like, you know, do hood stuff with our hood friends. Like we're just here to have a good time. Like they could be a bunch of, they could be a bunch of Will Ferrell, you know, uh, Will Ferrells that show up and they're just like here to have a good time and, you know, boats and hose. Like (laughs) there's a whole bunch of different things that could happen. And if this is our extinction event and this is somehow what's being talked about in revelations in a really odd way, then I mean, what are we, nothing we can do about it anyway. If this is our extinction event, then revelation is off the table. I mean, it, that's, only Re- Revel- the interpretation of revelations is off the table but i mean well, you know fire revelation in the sky and a big dragon and whatever maybe the big dragon wasn't satan and it was a freaking it was the 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 klingon well, of prey. Or, or maybe on, maybe satan on those terms, out there on, on those terms i mean revelation just means whatever you decide it means um it, it, taking it on its own terms it's not about the end of the world it's about the rebirth of the world it's about it's about humanity's ascension and restoration. If this is an extinction event, if it, I, I don't believe that, I don't I don't think I, I don't think there's even any particular reason to believe they're aliens. It's just that that's the that's that's the 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 most handy cultural reference we have. Right. Uh, in 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 previous centuries, they had sightings of goblins in flying castles or um divine beings in flying chariots um we have star trek and sci-fi and so that's what we project on on these these beings when when people see them but um i yeah they go way back to like mayans and incans had their little spaceship alien drawings and whatnot well if that's if that's how we're interpreting it but i mean i i think i mean i think they're nephilim i think they're they're uh some of it could be. I don't think I, all of it was. I think there's both in in the Mayan stuff. Well, I think there's I, definitely I, Nephilim and there's alien. I, and again, I don't think one <laughs> aliens. <laughs> um, I, Dre, you're muted. By the way, I don't know if you did that. No, I'm right. not. Oh, you're I'm not, just not okay. talking. You just did that quietly. You just you just pantomimed. Yes, okay, that's right. Because you were talking, I didn't want to really interrupt. <laughs> so it has some fun. Um, I was courteous with my joke. Well, if if the uh, if the Nephilim are still around, like we have no idea what you know, if their genome is stable, what what th- what multiple generations of thousands of years of of reproducing does to them, they might not be giants anymore. Or, um, or are they still Nephilim? Like, is it a one drop rule to be a Nephilim, or is it like some percentage that you have to be to be it, to be meaningfully Nephilite? Well, I'm pretty sure LeBron James is Nephilim. <clears throat> So Shaq. Yeah, for sure. That, that, was, that, um, was, that was for that was for Nathan. <laughs> um and there's no reason to think their technology would have stayed in the Bronze Age. I mean, if they're agreed. Well, it was better. They, it, they had better tech, right? That was kind of the point. That was the trade-off, yeah. was the watchers gave tech for the Nephilim making capacity. Right. Um, but um you know, I think everything is about to change. I think we're our our collective understanding of what humanity is and our our story and our place in the universe. I think that's so. You're leaning towards aliens are real. <laughs> no, I'm leaning for these 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 people are telling the truth about what they saw. That's what I meant. 
That's what I meant. You're not you're not leaning towards the government cover-ups conspiracy. I don't I don't think that's it. No, I I think the people who have been uh, there. I think there are too many of these kinds of stories from all over the world from so many disparate interests that uh, there's. I think it's I think it's the, the crazy thing to believe is that they're all lying. Yeah. Um, but I agree. And, I agree. And <clears throat> what, what what they call that like mass hysteria syndrome or something like that. Right. Yeah, and like that's not these people aren't hysterical. I mean, they're well, the, the ones that Alex Jones talks to are, well, Alex Jones is kind of a magnet for hysteria, but I mean, they're making the frogs gay. So. <laughs> <laughs> the guess, though, eaters, lizard at, people, every crazy thing he says, like there's you, if you research it, there's usually a kernel of truth to it. Like they, they actually are making the frogs gay. It's, it's gotta, it's gotta be a little painful to be in Alex's head. Because he's like, why will people listen to me? Because I'm, I'm a little bit retarded. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest with you. Like he'll, he'll be onto something, but it's like he he deliberately comes up with the wildest, most extreme way of phrasing it, so it's for for maximum crazy, and so people hear it, and then they rule out whatever he's saying, and then as it turns out, yeah, yeah, they actually are turning the frogs gay. He was talking yeah. about the 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 you know the 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 satanic cults and at Washington and the Pizzagate stuff and the adrenochrome right. and the lizard people like that's the lizard people is the only one yet to have to have some real validity to it right everything else with the exception of him you know the mass shooter thing being a a black fl a false flag event um, that's right. probably the only one that he was fully wrong on um, and that's that's not to say that we we don't know for sure if not, anything about it was a false flag. Like, I'm not right. saying it didn't happen. Which is why he right. walked it back personally. 100%, I'm not defending right. Alex Jones, yeah, but he, he definitely walked that back. He 100% he walked it back. Uh, unfortunately, his followers didn't walk it back. And that's right. where he he bears, I think, and if I'm not mistaken, that's actually what the terms of his suit were around, was his right. his culpability. In, his his influence on, on in, what, what that in was. putting the crazy in motion. And you can't, some of that stuff, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah. You know, but, fellas, the, the thing that, that would make me afraid the only scenario that scares me is that if or the one thing that would shake my entire worldview slash faith is if the god of the bible isn't the one true god so i, I when, when i say that it's as if other gods come from here and say hey we beat your god he lost he's gone we're in look at me I'm the captain now. That, right? that would be wild, right? It's like, to, hey, to me, everything in your Bible is right, except he didn't right. tell you that he had a couple of brothers. Right. <laughs> well, which, that, which, but that's that's logically impossible to happen, though. I mean, if you consider... No, that's if your faith is 100% true and everything you read in the Bible is true. And and I'm not saying that it's not. What I'm saying is, is that that's scary that if, it's, if that's the, the case, that's the scenario that plays out. Well, according to the Bible, there are there are truths that are more fundamental and knowable than the Bible. Like when in in Romans one, when Paul talks about how the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godliness and wickedness of of mankind, because the what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. Like the the idea of a the con God, by definition, being the absolute moral arbiter. Um, like if you take the cosmological argument, the teleological argument, the the moral argument, the argument from consciousness, 
collectively they point to a supreme consciousness who created the universe and who cares very much about how we behave. He has a purpose for humanity. Um, our, our every moral impulse, whether we're believers or not, the fact that we like we have morality at all speaks to on some level we we intuit we we intuitively know that there is a a supreme moral authority to whom everyone is answerable um that by definition is god according to the bible god has been actively involved in human history but i mean you could you could throw out the bible and you still have those those basic observations about nature and reality that point to god's existence and so we should the Bible kind of informs what we can infer from observation and deduction. Like it, it kind of complements it. Um, but the, the, the things that we can know about God, we don't need the Bible for if the Bible is true, or even if the Bible isn't true, we can know those things, but the Bible gives us a, 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 a documentation of God's direct intervention in history, which if Jesus rose from the dead, then it's that validates it. And I can, I think we can make a pretty good case that Jesus did rise from the dead. Um, but it, the idea of there being other gods alongside the one true God, it's, it's a, it, it's, it's a logical, it's a logical impossibility. Um, I, I, you said a whole lot of things to build a point, but I don't agree with how all of that relates to the last thing you said. Um, I agree with Matt on this. Okay. Do you have a specific question or like what, what can I, I... I'm just, so there's nothing in the, so the only, the only inference to anything that you're saying is when God said, I'm, I, I, I existed before I'm the alpha and the omega and you'll have no gods before me. None of that says there's, I don't have a, another, there's not another me out there floating around. That's not ever said. That is inferred through a, a few thousand years of philosophy and theology that has built a very long pipeline of a thought process, but it is never said by God or by Jesus. Because it's it not, didn't need to come oh, up because it didn't, it didn't, because it's it not didn't relevant refer to, to us. us. It's not right. well, our God. That's, and right. that's so, so, and so, so, so understand what I'm saying. So I'm talking about this in the, under the pretense of the stuff with the UFOs. And what I'm what I'm saying is the Bible is silent on the existence of other beings in the universe because the Bible's silent on the universe. The Bible only speaks to Earth because the Bible is for humanity. It's not for the the the, the beings on past Alpha Centauri or where. Um, bear with me for a moment here. Because trying to talk or because you're okay <laughs> so, uh so should we just keep going while you're, while you're just give me it? one second and you're looking something up okay oh. i'm gonna finish my thought while you're looking up your point so so the bible is basically <clears throat> a handbook for humans and their relationship with yahweh that's 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 a pretty sound fact it is not a handbook for non-humans and it's not a handbook about anything that's not yahweh yeah. Does, do you well, know what Yahweh means? It's not Earth, Brian. I don't. It means God. Like, 
if you're going to use, okay, tell me, tell me, tell me in the translation what it actually means, and that that means that it what it means something else. What does it mean? Well, but when you say it, it means God, then that begs the question: What does God mean? The whole idea of God, as He's presented in the Bible, and as as can be inferred from 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 creation, from the universe. It, first of all, the Bible does quite emphatically show God Yahweh as the creator of the universe. The whole idea of it is 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 that God alone is eternal and preexistent. Though the, the, the it name doesn't say He alone. It says He was preexistent. And it, again, it does. And, and and I, I got to cut you off for a quick second because this this is relevant before we go down a further path. It does say something <clears throat> to the effect of he, he created the universe, but this is this is the words of very primitive human beings that didn't understand what a universe was. Who thought the sky was heaven? They well, didn't. Have, they didn't. I mean, Brian, we had we've had this talk before. They didn't have a, a concept of, of the zero. But you're they putting did, everything know, backwards, though. That's but it's relevant. If I'm not saying it's not relevant. I'm saying you have it exactly upside age, down. If you're talking to people in the Stone Age <clears throat> that don't that can't comprehend a universe because they can't comprehend a galaxy, let alone a solar system, okay, then to tell them that that this this being invented everything in the entire universe that they can't comprehend, and that's actually what you meant, I don't buy that. So the, just just to be clear, what what you're saying is that for all we know, based on what that there are other gods other than God who are greater than or equal to him. I, I, no, I didn't say there are. I said the Bible's quiet on the You topic. said for, I said for what you're saying is that for all we know. I, I'm not sure exactly what that phrase means, but sure. I'm not trying to trap you. I'm just no, trying I'm saying to, I'm like, trying I don't, to, I don't have a good enough reason to not believe it to be a possibility. Okay. If what you're saying is true, then then every, then the entire Bible is is negated. And hence hence my fear. <clears throat> hence I say the only scenario in this whole thing that we're talking about that would be scary to me. Right. But and I'm trying to put your fears to rest by explaining why that's 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 a logical impossibility. And we don't, I don't even need the Bible for no, that. No, it's 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 a faith impossibility. No, it's a logical impossibility. And it's I can, only logical if you believe in the Bible, though, Brian. It's right. not illogical if you're an atheist. You're, you're not hearing me. We could we could we could throw out the Bible. Okay. Well, first of all, according to the let's let's clear, let's be clear about what the Bible itself says. Um, in the beginning was the word, and the word is with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. Uh, da, 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 the light that get, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Um, but I mean, all things were made through him. Brian, um, nothing Brian. has been made that hasn't been made by him. Brian, so Brian, if Brian, Brian, you you as a avowed <clears throat> old earther cannot choose to use the first three sentences of Genesis literally, and then use the next couple of chapters metaphorically or loosely how am i doing that well you just did it man so so did did god create the earth and 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 people and animals in in six calendar days no and it doesn't say that if you take it on its own terms it says it in very specific english uh, on the first day on the it, second day on the it, third day on the fourth day okay it wasn't written in english for one thing 
I'm telling you the Bible that we're reading right now that you just read to me is in English. Okay. Right? That was English that you just read to me unless I you suddenly speak Aramaic. Well, that's Greek, but I mean... <clears throat> like I'm, I'm, I'm so baffled at how you're getting to this, this idea that it's, and it, first of all, I'm not making the argument from the Bible. I'm only addressing what you said about if, if we read the Bible and take what it teaches, then it, it doesn't, it doesn't rule out the existence of other gods. It, it does. Um, I, I don't think what you just read ruled out what Matt talked about. Okay. Because well, it's only a reference to us. Read that first, read the first line again. And the please. beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Okay. So okay. What, is, what does that mean to an ancient reader? Well, because, because it's, it's going to mean something different to us than it is going to be somebody who the audience was. Well, right? it doesn't matter what it means to us. It only matters what it meant to them. And if we think it means something different, Which is different, why I'm bringing it up, because there's people listening but, to us. But this, I, this idea of the universe, of them not being aware of it, our concept of the universe was is predicate. The, the whole idea of, of the universe, of nature as a, as a unified, cohesive whole that emerges out of Christian thought. It's not something we came up with um, independently of that, of that process of intellectual development. The idea, prior to the advent of Christianity, they saw nature in terms of a bunch of, they didn't, they didn't think of nature as a unified whole. They didn't think of the universe. They thought of it as a, a teeming pantheon of personified natural forces. Like you could look up in the sky I, and see I, I agree. the sun god. I agree. And so the universe they they thought of the universe itself. Well, they didn't think of the universe itself. They thought of nature. It, it's you can't even talk about it without using modern language. But they thought of a they thought the world existed eternally, and then all of the gods emerged from within it as as components of it. Um. And so that's, you know, it, so if it's, if it's a, if a storm blows through your village and wipes and blows down your house, well, you've, you've angered Zeus or Thor um, and you need to placate them. They, they thought of everything as all the constituent forces of nature as being independent, autonomous persons acting according to their own will. It's only because of the advent of Christianity that, that, that in the West that we came to think of the of the universe as a whole as a as a unified cohesive totality that should that should operate according to predictable patterns because it's the product of a single divine mind. The idea that there are other divine minds out there alongside Yahweh. Um, it, it, it's antithetical to our, our basic understanding of how, of where, of where the, you know, the metaphysical principle that gave rise to science itself precludes that. Okay. I, I agree with that statement more that that feels a lot more reasonable of a that's, take to say it's antithetical is different than saying it logically doesn't connect. Right. So the difference is, is that to say it's antithetical in the way I understand the words is to say, if this is true, then you have to take everything we know and flip it upside down and tear it apart. And we have to do a whole bunch of different things now because it's, the rules have all changed. 
But to say illogical means it's an impossibility. And I think those are different. I, they're not. I, I, I just reworded the same thing I said earlier. That's. But, uh, I, but I, 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 to me, it's very, it's a very different statement. To, when you, if, if somebody says to me, "This is illogical from here to there," that means you can't get there. To say, yeah. to say it's antithetical <clears throat> to how we see things, that means we might un- misunderstand. That's okay. that's the difference. Well. So let me ask this. So, so we're on, we're off on a tangent now. Shocker to everybody. Um, something we've never talked about, even amongst the three of us. I've read a little bit about it because it was intriguing to me. You guys, you guys. So this is relevant. It's germane to the conversation. Yeah. So, so Lilith, the the mythology, or yeah, the, to, or whatever to medieval, you want to call it's it. a medieval Jewish myth. Right, medieval Jewish. Yeah, um, but like there's still from what i've read a lot of jews that kind of put some some stock in it and and this that that actually fits this conversation like directly right basically a a, a peer that is just uninvolved and maybe not powerful but still exists in that same level of 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 reality you're you're saying you're saying that lilith is a peer to to yahweh she's his wife in the mythology that i've read yeah Uh the the Hundred percent. What I've read said that she is his wife. I don't. I don't know where you're getting that. All of the all of the earliest mythology about Lilith has her as Adam's first wife, a created being. Right. But she that's, was. That's that's what I understand as well. She was flawed, but the idea of <clears throat> the name Yahweh. It's from Exodus three, where God appears to to Moses in a burning bush, and Moses was amazed that the, the that the bush was on fire, but it wasn't consumed. Uh, Went over I'm, to I'm investigate. I, I used the wrong word. I used the wrong name. Asherah. 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 That that's the one that was God's okay. wife. Yeah. yeah well, that's supposedly. Well, and, and, Asher- I, I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just saying like these things, these thoughts have existed. Or even or even the Gnostic myths of Sophia and and the God of the Old Testament and. But yeah, it was 100% Asherah that I was thinking of. Well, yeah, Asherah, Ishtar, Aphrodite, they're all basically ancient Near Eastern fertility god goddesses. Um, they She'd be the equivalent of Gaia. She's typically depicted in, in Canaanite mythology. See, she's often depicted as the consort of uh, of Baal mm-hmm. or Marduk or right. yep, or yep. El, yep. Before, before El became God. Um, well, like there's... And I think that's I think that L is probably the circle back linkage to where it became Yahweh's wife, right? Right, but it, but biblically this was never. I mean, agreed. I agree. The, the The Bible uses language to describe God that you that you do find in Canaanite mythology because that's just how language works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you, you need you need familiar concepts to explain, but the Bible is very clear that Yahweh like the. Yahweh is the third person of I am um, when he appeared to to Moses as a burning bush. Um, Moses asked him his name. If I go to the Israelites and tell them the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob sent me to, then they ask, what is his name? What should I tell them? I am that I am. Tell them mm-hmm. I am has sent, has sent you to them. Um, like Popeye. <laughs> um, That's all the, that I am. But the the significance of the burning bush is that the the fire didn't consume the bush. It was a right. self it was a self existent fire. Yep. This this was to to illustrate God 
Hold on a second. Sorry. Do we need to send help? No, there's a. He's seeing aliens, dog. My, my, <laughs> the my grays are coming was, through right now. My pet lion was killing something, I think. But because mm-hmm. uh, um, he can see shit you can't see. The uh, <laughs> so the the fire that didn't consume the bush. It was it, it was to illustrate God's quality of aseity, which is self existence. The whole point. Did you say seity. Aseity is the a a s e i t y. Um, it's a technical theological term that that means self-existence like the and you've heard me talk about this before there are basically two religions in the world there's the belief that the universe has always existed and always will be and all life and consciousness gods and men and all other forms of life emerge from within it as components of it on the other hand god alone is eternal and everything is contingent upon him so if God alone, and that's, that's consistent throughout the Bible. And you, and I, I'm, I'm sure if I took a minute to dig it up, I'm, I could find a whole range of scriptures that say that God alone is, there is no other besides him. Um, Isaiah's packed with stuff like that, but also it, I, it's the, the Greek philosophers arrived at the same conclusion, like uh, Plato and Aristotle arrived at the same conclusion that they're they uh, rather than the gods of Olympus who are personified forces of nature, they reasoned from observation and deduction that there must be a supreme consciousness who is the first cause of everything. Um, there's not really there isn't really room for multiple absolute moral arbiters or multiple, prime movers or there's just the idea of there being multiple gods it just doesn't follow from what we can observe from nature and from our own conscience and as it just so happens the bible reinforces that but it's uh i mean the the idea of there being rivals to god um it's a it, it is a logical impossibility so yeah, but I mean, would would that <laughs> stop lesser gods from coming and killing all of us? Um, God Himself would. Would he? Could. Right, and so so there there's another thing, right? Like, I can kill you, and there's nothing stopping me from doing that. So, right. So are, why are you, isn't there a level above me? That I sounded, sounded very. I sounded me? very ominous, by the way. I might stop you. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. I appreciate that. I, I might, might stop you. I'm you, pretty sure you I might, would stop you. I got some long range. I got, I got some long range skills, yo. <laughs> nobody, nobody said I got. I got. I got to do this is, straight up. This has gotten really. This has escalated, guys. I don't understand what happened. And when I and when I say I, and, and, my, and my and my dad's at home going, see what is wrong with these I know. guys? Why do they hate Brian? <laughs> I, I'm kind of wondering I, that myself, when, man. When I say when I say I, I mean just a random dude, <laughs> and you, some other random dude that because it happens every day, right? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. It happens in Brian's so, neighborhood a lot. Yikes! What you know? It doesn't happen in my neighborhood because I, I don't live want in an fr- armed gated community. I don't right? want to freak my mom out. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> so, your mom uh, listens? Hi, mom. Probably, probably not. No. Well, she needs to. She might one day. She, when she will. She's. Hey, I'm gonna, mom. Hi, mom. I'm gonna. Hi, Brian. Get on mom. here. And mom. my mom. Don't listen to these guys. <laughs> Nothing happened in my neighborhood. Everything's great. Everything's great. It's a safe it's, neighborhood. It's crazy. They shoot in. I live in a nice neighborhood. I'm very because rich. 
what if very rich and privileged what if we've what if we've reached the end and and somebody else just comes and but i murks us all but the you do raise an interesting point about whatever these beings are what is stopping them Mm -hmm. um and i I do think apathy, pure apathy. Like they even just, if, they just couldn't be bothered. Well, the prime directive. <laughs> I, I would be interested. Like maybe they are aliens. We assume that if there are aliens and we and we join a larger com- interstellar community, we just assume that they're going to. Oh, f- you guys believe in God? That's so dumb. Um, just because that's how our that's how our science fiction conditions us to assume, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if we find out that like yeah we we we've been watching you guys, but the the one true God forbade us from that's from awesome. uh, yeah. invading your territory because you uh, he or didn't want he didn't want you to pollute us because you're sinful and he needed to fix you first. <laughs> I'm not even getting that's right. right. Like we're the, we're the hood. He's like hey don't go yeah. to Earth yet. Those clowns haven't figured well, it out. Well, they already did, right? The Watchers? See, well, C.S. Lewis yeah. wrote a... a yes. <laughs> have you guys heard of C.S. Lewis's Space Trilogy? No. That was basically the premise of it. Um, there was a... Uh, I've been looking for a C.S. Lewis <clears throat> book to pick up. Maybe I picked that one. I, I recommend it. inspired. Yeah. I, I just... I don't have the energy for that one today, guys. But... Uh, <laughs> but... Um, or... It is not um, cheap. I, I got I've, I've got the collected trilogy I can loan it to you. Well, there's a cheap trilogy for like twenty bucks at Amazon, but on the Walmart marketplace, the, there's a looks like a first edition or something. It's like a hundred and forty dollars. Uh, can you read it and publish it to Audible, and then uh, <laughs> and then I'll you know I'll listen to it on my on my way to work every day. Sure, sure, Dre. I'll I'll do that tomorrow. I'm thinking about reading your blogs out loud, Mike. Uh, what's your name? Yeah, I mean, he's not Mike. Uh, Brian. <laughs> Mike, my stroke. First, you threaten my know. life, and then you forget my forget my name. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read your blogs, and then we're gonna, I'm gonna sell those to Audible. All right, Ooh, well, that, that, glad, that might that might be a, that might be a thing right there. I'm glad someone will. But uh, um, I had another. He didn't say he's thought. gonna agree with them. He said he's gonna read them out loud. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you, gonna, are you gonna read them with it like a like a like sarcastically? Uh, with this sneering tone, like yeah, and then he said this and. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I can you imagine reading the blog and you're like, and then, and then you read it out loud laughing. You're like laughing as you read it. I had a really profound thought about uh, aliens, and I'm trying to recover it. But C.S. Lewis, no, C.S. Lewis. well, hold on, that's where you were, and we all got distracted again because that's what happened. Um, well, another thought. I mean, I, I do believe that they are, I, I think the most, if they are telling the truth, and I believe they are, I think the most logical explanation is that they are not aliens. They've always been here. They've been here for, we, we, we've, we've been, Atlantis we've had reports. Theory? What's that? And like an Atlantis type theory. Um, so, so like the, Neph- the Nephilim are like underground in some like secret community. Well, they could be Silurians um, or they could be Nephilim. Silurians. 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 Um, they slur their word. They drink a lot of vodka. No, it's it's a it's from a Doctor Who episode. But there were these there are these beings that have you guys have heard me talk about this before. <clears throat> it's been 
65 million years since the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs. In that time, this little rodenty lemur-like creature that we call a plesiodapus that's in the fossil record evolved into us. 65 million years. Um, the previous global extinction event was about 120 million years prior to that. So if we evolved in 65 million years, for all we know, intelligent life evolved in the 120 million years prior to that, um, since the previous extinction event, and they evolved to with sufficient technology to survive the uh, the Chicxulub of asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs. That that could be the those could be the beings that that are being encountered. It says um, the Silurians went into a uh, uh, a self induced. Um hibernation because of the atmospheric upheaval from the earth capturing the moon sure yeah that's one brought uh or they're nephilim but um, maybe it's both right? but, maybe then maybe the nephilim went into a hibernation because they're like ah i started you reading me, Kat. you don't flood me right? I'll, I'll go to sleep i recently finished jeremiah i'm in that part of the bible where the exile happens and when there's a ton of pro like when a lot of the prophets spoke and like if you just by sheer volume the exile probably has more takes up more real estate in the bible than the exodus does like it's a huge event that we kind of ignore um <clears throat> if we're it, it doesn't figure it doesn't figure nearly as prominently into our theology as it should but the the point of it was that god had he made his covenant with Israel and, and Judah, and they were continually apostate. And God kept warning them, mm -hmm. if you don't repent and and keep the covenant, I'm you're done. I'm gonna cast you out. I'm gonna remove my protection. And finally they did. And then Israel was conquered by the Assyrians. The, the the Judeans were conquered by the Babylonians, carried off into captivity, and they were they were occupied by foreign nations ever since. Um never never they're never again being a sovereign nation of israel until like 1948 um it occurs to me that god made his covenant with all of humanity in the in the first century through jesus um we continually go apostate Maybe the maybe these beings. I mean, I'm just speculating. I don't have any particular reason for believing this. Maybe humanity has disqualified ourselves from his protection, um, and he's just going to let them have their way with us until we repent. Isn't that isn't that a little uh, in opposition to the new covenant? No. Why would it be? Every what? time that there's a a covenant such as that, though, isn't there some kind of prophet that gives a warning? <clears throat> right. There's that too. Yeah, so where's that guy today? Is that you, Brian? Did you just do that? Not that I know of. Okay. Um, but um, well, he's clearly not a prophet because if God had told him to say that, he would have known God told him. Yeah, to say I would. That. I would. I would know that. But <laughs> right. if you if people feel convicted from what I'm saying, I mean, the, really, the prophets' their role was to point people back to what God had already revealed. Um, the fact that they had been. That's all David Koresh was trying to do. I hate you. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't hate you, but... So what do you think about um, the 
the the myth or story or legend of you know Aleister Crowley and um, L. Ron Hubbard in the forties reading from their little occult book. The Scientology and, stuff does bleed in does right and, into that and like and they and they kind of ripped a hole in the atmosphere and fighted the Greys and and whatever other demon slash aliens slash whatever you want to call it. And then all of a sudden the era of the UFO came into the US. Like right, it's like very close. And it had to do with, you know, the I I mean, I've only seen like a documentary and read a couple of things on this where, you know, the the different um like the the parallel line was, you know, in Los Angeles that that kind of goes across well, and I don't Alistair Alistair Crowley and L. Ron Hubbard didn't do anything that that uh, Renaissance and medieval occultists didn't do a thousand times before. Well, I, sure, but if they're the latest ones to do this thing and rip a hole in whatever and bring these things into our existence or I'm into not, our realm, if you will, I'm not then, familiar with that specific story that you're you're referencing. But I, there is a. There's an ongoing precedent in Western occult tradition uh, called angel magic, where uh-huh. where the the practitioner is communicating with or pur- pur- purportedly communicating with angels and getting esoteric knowledge. It's it's very it's it's very weird how how much this parallels the Mount Hermon Tower of Babel incident, um, but it's it's kind of the same thing, which is it's something i've been i've been investigating a lot recently cuz uh you know, as we've discussed the book of enoch was not was not known to the west until the late 19th century so where they got this idea is it's it's an interesting question that i've i've yet to find an answer to but uh but yeah that is kind of a recur- like what you're describing is essentially what mount hermon and the tower of babel were it was it was mortals petitioning otherworldly beings to descend and right and give us. Uh, so, are there current nephilim? <clears throat> is that what we're seeing in these in these reports to Congress? Um, that's what I think. Um, okay. Um, again, I don't I don't claim to know, but I think that's I think that's the most parsimonious explanation for it. Um, so yeah. So just to, I I just did some quick research while you guys were finishing that thought, the whole thing with the aliens that Dre was mentioning, Aleister Crowley, there's a ton of these, the stories about what he did, but the first concept of a gray comes from Aleister and Mm. his drawing of of an alien named Lamb, L-A-M. That's right. And yeah. he, he summoned him through some kind of sex magic that involves sex without orgasms. And you have to do this ritual. And then that allows you to open a, cap- a communication capability to this gray. I, you, I probably don't need to tell this to you guys, but just for the kids at home, I, I talk a lot about John D, uh, Western occultism, Aleister Crowley and the like. I am not a fan, I'm not a practitioner. I, I read a lot about it because I think I think it has a lot of connection to the the ancient Near Eastern uh, religions that from Babylon, and and I want to know how it all connects. Um, 
I'm not a fan. I'm not a practitioner. I don't, I don't practice the occult. Um, unless, but I, you know, just with that disclaimer out of the way, um, yeah, the stuff about, uh, Alistair Crowley, the, the ancient Near Eastern religion was very, it, 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 a lot of it revolved around ritual sex, uh, ritual sex with, with, uh, like the King Og of Bashan, when, when Moses and the Israelites, uh, conquered the Amorites and killed King, King Og, they mentioned the, the dimensions of his iron bed. Um, and it's like a huge bed. I don't remember the exact dimensions, but Michael Heiser points out, those are the exact dimensions of the sacred bed of Marduk. Uh, Marduk being the Babylonian storm God. He's, he's basically the, uh, <clears throat> the equivalent of Baal or Zeus or Thor, um, slayed a, slayed a, uh, a dragon, with a with a sacred storm weapon and became the king of the gods that way just like zeus killed typhon thor killed a midgard serpent but um but the the sacred bed of marduk would go atop the pyramid and um we don't have a lot of details at least not that i've that i've read about what the ritual was but marduk wasn't it wasn't there for marduk to take naps let's just put it that way um and you you see a lot of that in he he didn't put enough work then. Yeah, well, I think he just came down and he he came down for for booty calls was the idea. Um, oh boy! But and you and you read a lot a lot about it's the Bible talks about it kind of euphemistically a lot, like when you read about uh, the, how they put up Asherah poles, groves of Asherah poles, mm-hmm. um, and, but they do mention shrine prostitution, sacred prostitution in the temple right. of Baal. The, the idea of it was that um, in this particular, this was just, an, this is just another example of how it revolved around ritual sex. The idea of it was that when, when it was raining, Baal was the storm God. He was the, the rain was him penetrating Ishtar or Asherah, the earth goddess and fertilizing the earth. And that's, that's what made the crops grow. So if there was a drought, means they weren't in the mood and worshipers needed to get him in the mood. So they basically put on like live porn shows in the temple. That was their temple service. Um, This was to arouse Baal and Asherah to perform so that it would rain. So their crops would grow. Um, And there's just a couple examples we know about of ritual sex being part of the ancient near Eastern religion. But the idea was, it was, it was kind of a form of sympathetic magic where, you know, as, as above, so below, um, humans would, would, would enact the, what they wanted the gods to do. Sometimes humans would off, would be offered as partners with the gods as in the sacred bed of Marduk. But considering all of that and considering how the Nephilim came about originally, Basically, they're they're repeating the behaviors that we, that happened on Mount Hermon that that gave rise to the Nephilim, and that's why there are giants later on. But uh, the you know the Aleister Crowley stuff was very was pretty much along those same lines. Um, well, if, if Aleister Crowley and his, and his ilk <clears throat> are are hearkening back to a time where they were given extra knowledge and 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 better technology and so if they can if they can summon those things again then they can become the men of renown in in our age right 
um, I think that's the promise that the, right. that the, that the, uh, spiritual forces of darkness would be making, but, uh, you know, I don't, the irony is that, you know, humans were kind of trapped in this, this, uh, state of primitism, uh, where they, they looked to lesser gods for this knowledge, but then with the advent of Christianity and we did, we, uh, in the West, we, you know, because of uh, Neoplatonic philosophy and Christianity and this idea of the logos being the, the underlying rational principle that, that governs the universe. Um, and it, it kind of ties into the angel magic thing. Like, right. Um, Be because if you're, if you're not progressing through <clears throat> normal, uh, science as we know it due to due to what we know in philosophy and christianity and and those those ancient greeks you want to take a shortcut right or, or try something the, different right but you they, want to try but, something different but because, that's but because, that's kind because, of the point because, though because, no, no 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 they're progressing but not me right right i'm well, not yeah. progressing and i'm not and i'm not feeling i don't i'm not good at calculus it can't, so it can't yeah. be because i wasn't working yeah hard that's enough, that's, that's clearly right. doing yeah that's the lord right 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 so, you know, it's funny. Uh, we and just I, watched a movie the other day called The Ritual Killer. Have you heard of this? Uh -uh. So it's got Morgan Freeman, uh, Cole Hauser of uh, of Yellowstone fame, Rip, yeah. and also uh, the main bad guys played by Vernon Davis. Matt, you'll appreciate that. A former tight end of the San Francisco 49ers. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So he uh, basically there's this old African ritual where you can by the by the zulus from a long ago where where you can gain power from the gods by uh you know saying magic words bleeding people out and while they're still alive and you know if you eat their eyeballs or their hearts or their brain then you have these extra so the so this guy is an old shaman that that can do these things and he's extra badass and but he sells his services to super elites that you know want to close a deal and hmm. you know have more forethought or or better foresight than they you know they're they're like snatching children and murdering them and yeah eating their eyeballs how is the movie uh it's okay i was gonna say it got a 19 it, audience score on on rotten tomatoes it's because it's kind of i mean and it's an 11 uh, on the tomato meter so it sounds like an andre bibbs movie Oh, here we go. Here we go. Fact, so, so it's funny. It's a, a little little insight on the on the on the Bibbs couple when they, when we choose a movie. Delani is very, um, if it's got people that we recognize and love, she's like, we're watching this movie, and like eight times out of ten, it sucks. It's like, <laughs> like how can you? Go? It's got Morgan Freeman and Cole right. Hauser. Like, it's gotta be good. It's gotta be good. You watch it, you're like, wow, this sucks. <laughs> So, so, so for the kids at home, Dre and I have what a 25, 30 year relationship that's somewhat predicated on bad movies. So that's, <laughs> that's why I made the comment. Um, there was, there was a time when it seemed like his goal in life was to trick me into watching terrible movies. <laughs> I got that from my dad. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Cause uh, my, my mother worked at a video store, so she got a free movie every day. So she could just bring home anything. It, well, my dad and at some point you watch everything, right? All the normal that's stuff. Correct. Yeah. That's that's what happened. VHS galore. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, the ritual killer. I wouldn't watch it unless unless it was just on. But but it's got Vernon Davis, and you get to watch him like 
Because I'm like, bro, this dude should go D1. He's like blasting dudes, <laughs> like running people over. And then I look at him like, oh, it's shit, it's Vernon Davis. He's a pro bowler. <laughs> yeah. He's fast. He actually had good running for him. You know, when you watch movies and people can't run, you're like, that guy is stupid. This guy actually looked like he was an athlete. Could he act, though? He, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he did put on a good African weird slash British accent. Okay. And that was not bad. I mean, that's in fact, it threw me off from being Vernon Davis because I'm like, what yeah. The? yeah, that's that's something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, derailed that. But ritual stuff and in ancient, in ancient, they're making movies about it now, right? Like even even more so. A couple of things about the alien angel magic thing. Um, the irony is that we were like we were kind of trapped in this primitive state until the advent of Christianity, which gave rise to the scientific revolution, and then that's when human like our 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 science our technological abilities just blew up. Um, Interesting, right? Because yeah. now people that do science will say like that's because God doesn't exist. Well, it was right. the it All was right. God that led so, us to the science this. deniers that are Christians. The, yeah, the, but the the, the irony is that. Like the lore of, like the the first thing people think about if there are aliens is well what can, what can we get from them for te from technology? This is going to change everything. We're and it's kind of like it's kind of the same thing that's on off that was on offer with Mount Hermon. Um, you let us in. You you give us access, and we'll give you the secret knowledge that corrupted them. Um, but since the culturally we've moved on, not, we don't believe in gods and and nephilim and watchers and nephilim and angels anymore but now aliens are gonna are gonna be here and people are gonna want to make the same deal but isn't that what adam and eve also the deal they tried to make how so uh what do you mean by that it was, it was i mean this the 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 fruit of of knowledge right the, well it, so they were, i i think they were taking a shortcut to try to get to what was rightfully theirs anyway I, th I think it's important to distinguish that it like in this is this is the story is often told as it's they it was the fruit of the tree of knowledge it, it was the fruit of a tree of a very specific kind of knowledge that being the knowledge of good and evil um so uh, that that distinction is important because people draw a lot of things from that story that aren't that i don't think are there and i think are misleading a lot of people take that to mean that knowledge itself is intrinsically corrupting or even that uh, the devil was the good guy because he wanted I mean, to enlighten I, them. I mean, I guess, I guess you, that's not what uh, I was. Inferring, yeah. I would, I'm not, I, I'm not I see what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not insinuating that you were saying that, but just it's, it's a, uh, I think it's a fair distinction for sure. Yeah. I mean that, that story is so, it's probably the most misinterpreted piece of literature in all of human and 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 all of literature um and the most the most yeah that that <laughs> one story i would i, I would make know. that i would make that argument i would sorry my headphones popping out but um i mean that's a, that's a, that's a bold stance <clears throat> to take i i i would i would challenge you to come up with a an, a, a rival I, piece of literature that is more misinterpreted I, I, think, I think the tower of babel is a second instance of that it's the second instance of the Adam and Eve story. I would I would say that it's uh, 
Well, I think it was, I think it was a different set of, um, temptations and, and, uh, enticements that were in place there. Um, I mean, it was, it was, it was about knowledge. Which is my point, right? So that's, right. that's what we're still trying to do even today. Give me just a second. Okay. But I mean, I, 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 you know, I think that the two were, I mean, and, and I, I will, when Brian comes back, we can get him to, to clarify, you know, what his, what his pushback is. But I, you know, even the conversation that we had earlier when we talked about it a couple of weeks back, that was specifically what we said was. Sorry about that. Know, that the, you know, the two events were like directly linked, right? Like, I mean, I guess we could split hairs about the, the you know, the five whys that led into the event, but broadly speaking, broad strokes there. I mean, it's, it's, it's 1.0 and 2.0. I would say Tower of Babel was 3.0. What was two then? Uh, Mount Hermon. Fair. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I um, guess I, I just kind of whitewashed. It what, and I think we all believe that too, just from, I mean, that's why we're here, right? Heiser. Yeah. But I think <laughs> so, that the, the distinction that needs to be made is that, well, the Garden of Eden and Mount Hermon, those were humans being seduced by um wiser more powerful beings the tower of babel was humanity chasing after it like that was that was initiated by humans seeking the watchers not uh i don't hmm. yeah i don't know I about don't, that either dude. i don't know if i agree with that okay what where am i wrong I, biblically speaking it says that the other in the other way say it again matt I, I don't I don't understand what you just said. We're talking about the Nephilim, right? Okay. Did I did I zone out and, and mis, misunderstand you? You're saying that the humans seek suck seeked seeked out the watchers? In the Tower of Babel, yeah. No, he's oh. saying the opposite. He said the first two were was being seduced by outer sources and we made bad choices, where the Tower of Babel is us seeking them. Right. Right. Oh, exactly. Okay. So I did. I, so I did space out for a second. Then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then I agree with that. Okay. But. I, and I and I agree because it biblically, I mean, that's exactly what it says, right? When 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 God addressed the Elohim and says they try to be like us, right? Like that was. I I don't know. I, I sorry. This is terribly unprofessional of me. It's. What, what do you, I, I think, you think I think Adam and Eve. Was on a different level than even the watcher incident because they knew better because they had they walked with god for crying i actually god. disagree i would say it the yeah. opposite way i don't think adam and eve really understood i think they were more naive they did walk with god and so you would think the people that were right there at the source would have known better but that was the first time man was fooled or deceived right so i don't they didn't have any history to work off of they were the first ones i don't i this is something there's something about that that i that i don't i don't know why and that's I, something that's I, need that's to, I need to go look i need to go no, look that's, up that's but fair. There, there's something about that that i just i have a i have a feeling that's not because that's not the way i see it I, i'm just thinking you know you know the serpent whatever the nakash sure, sure. was he was like hey come on man he doesn't really mean it you know god loves you you're his people you can do whatever you want <laughs> well it was the you opposite know? of that actually what do you mean well, it it wasn't, you know, God loves you. He wants you to do this. It was like, 
God's was, hiding shit from you. Yeah, God's God, holding out God, on God's you. God's not giving you all the things you God, need. God knows that. I, if but you He won't kill you because He loves you, right? That's that's, that's, that's my point. Right. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking some editorial privilege with the sure. conversation because we don't know that the conversation was quoted with scare quotes. We it was the 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 gist of the conversation, right? But what I'm getting at is, He's like, I mean, He doesn't mean it. He's not going to kill you. You're His people. You're His chosen people. He ain't going to kill you. And so He was like, Hmm. And, kind of, and kind of, he knew that she sense. she literally wouldn't die on the spot, right? It wasn't like straight poison. Right. So I'm like, take a bite. See? You're, well, you're alive. It, it, you're good. But that gets into the death being metaphorical versus literal. Right, right, right. Well, stuff, right. But but my point is simply, I'm just working off the premise yeah. that Adam and Eve didn't have, they didn't have examples before. After Adam and Eve, every other time, it's like, did y'all not learn from your idiot grandparents? You know, it's so every time after, God's like, how many times do I have to teach you the same lesson? I'm just got to flood you. Do what I said, right? <laughs> yeah. And imagine how aggravated God was that he promised he wouldn't flood the earth again. So he couldn't use a flood. So he's like, hmm, I got it. How about y'all can't communicate anymore? This will amuse me for a while. Mm. I'll just disinherit you. There's, there's, like... so, there's so much about that that I, I disagree with, but where to start? Which part? Well, I mean, it's, you say this, you try to figure out where to start, Matt. Give him a second. Look yeah, on your please. side, Brian. Start well, in the middle. Rat. Start, Thanks, start in the middle, then work your way out. Um, well, contact right. Going back to the that he knows he won't die that moment. There's there's it says that God they they covered themselves with fig leaves, but then God gave them skins to wear. Um, presumably something had to die. For those skins um which could have been the atonement that spared them being killed in the in that moment like god killed something else interesting take um it's not mine it's 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 been around it's not uh like it's not the standard interpretation but it's out no. there but but that I'm not sure i've heard that one but that would explain why they why they didn't die in the moment that it was, it was a prefigurement of sacrificial atonement as a concept, but Jesus's atonement specifically. Um, so while they didn't die in the moment, something I, had to I, die. Hang on, hang on though. <clears throat> I, I, I want to pick on that just for a quick second. Cause I've never heard that either. That's a weird, I, I find that to be weird because the concept of a sacrifice is when you have to give up something meaningful. And if okay. one they probably didn't care because it wasn't mentioned to, to be meaningful enough that it was something that they cared about. And two, Adam God, had named the animals, but God did it for right. them. So it's not well, like they, they, they didn't have to put themselves through the pain and agony of the sacrifice and they didn't have to pick the thing and then like obsess over it and be sad about it. And then do this. Well, God just off something and then ripped the skins off and gave it to him. And they're like, you should feel bad about this. Well, That's I think weird. you're, I think you're assuming a lot about their, I have to assume a lot because it's a made-up interpretation that has no basis. So, like, well, I mean, we're we're all we're often we're often well, the, the field. But, it, so. but it's a pattern that you see throughout the Bible, like atoning sacrifice. Right, but when it's when it's something of yours, like you have to go kill the fattened calf, you have to kill your son, you have to sacrifice well, something. But as you said, that they were new to this. They they had been given dominion of the earth. Adam had named the animals, which is a, which is a sign of authority. Mm -hmm. um, they were, I mean, they they didn't see animals as food. Correct. Um, so ha seeing animals killed because of what they did 
What if that was and a being, unicorn? We don't. That's why we don't have unicorns now. It's probably that's probably exactly. Thanks, what Eve. You're you're now we don't have unicorns because <laughs> of Eve. Yeah, Pegasus. We could have we could have had flying horses, but no. But because um, the, because the because the next incident of of sacrifice that went awry was Cain and Abel, right? Right. Where you know Abel's given his his best trash, and Cain's like, mm-hmm. I really dig this watermelon, Cain, dog. Cain gave wasn't good enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is really good watermelon. Yeah. I, I mean, gotta... it's 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 interesting. I've never heard that before. That I got to think about that. Um. And I've you've heard me talk about what the flood meant in terms of the ancient worldview. I mean, it wasn't just a, a really big natural disaster. It was a reset on creation itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I mean, you should probably briefly restate it for people that are new to the, to the show. Um, okay. So in the book of Genesis, people are like, thanks, Matt. I wanted to hear what he had to say. And you had to say, yeah, now I don't know what he means. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the book of Genesis, like as we've, as we've mentioned earlier, they, they had no concept of nothing. They had no number zero. Um, the idea they didn't have any concept of the vacuum of space. So they they the uh, the ancient understanding of the universe was that it was all pre existent water. Um, so God created by created time separating light and dark for day and night. Created space by separating the waters above from the waters below. Created earth by separating the dry land from the waters below um and then he then he created time then he created sun moon and stars to be clockwork on day four and then he filled the uh, sky and the sea with life on day five filled the earth with life on day six so when he flooded the earth it wasn't just a big rainstorm and a big natural disaster it was basically the undoing of the first three days of creation he he erased that distinction between opposites and you get and i'm kind of i'm paraphrasing here because i don't have it in front of me and i don't want to take the time to look it up and but in genesis 9 after um noah and his family leave the ark and god makes his covenant with them tells them that just as that um just as i gave you the green plants for food now i give you everything everything that lives and moves you can eat um um and then he promises not to flood the earth. There's a there's a few lines at the end where he says, as long as uh, the earth endures, uh, day and night, seed time and harvest will never cease before me. And to, like that's part of his promise not to flood the earth, which which implies that this the flood wasn't just an interruption to the distinction between the waters above and the waters below. It was an interruption to everything. Like he he basically paused time itself for the reset and this this idea is kind of reinforced in that you have in the genealogies that follow like you've got 10 generations from seth to noah before the flood then you have 10 generations from shem to abraham the suggestion being that this is a basically a restart on creation and a restart on humanity um so when he promised not to flood the earth again, it wasn't merely, well, I can't, I can't kill him all that way again. The promise was, I'm not going to destroy and reset creation again. So, You've said that before. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. I said that 
on the, uh, sitting in this very spot on this podcast. Mm. You guys don't pay attention to anything I say. Uh, so, I'm, Probably so, I'm, not. I'm, so I'm reading it. So it's Genesis <clears throat> 9, 12 through 16. Yeah. Um, and he says, I'm going to read it real quick. This is NET for folks, for folks listening at home. I prefer the NET personally. Um, says, and God said, this is a guarantee of the covenant I'm making with you and every living creature with you, a covenant for all subsequent generations. I will place my rainbow in the clouds and it will become a guarantee of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, then I will remember my covenant with you and with all living creatures of all kinds. Never again will the waters become a flood and destroy all living things. When the rainbow is in the clouds, I will notice it and remember the perpetual covenant between God and all living creatures of all kinds that are on the earth. So I don't know, man, because like, where did you read that from? Where did you read that from again? That's Genesis 12 through 16 in the NET, the okay. New English translation. What chapter? Nine. You were right okay. about it being nine. So uh, I think I was wrong. It was, it was, it was eight. Um, you, you said in chapter nine, it, it says well, that I'm well, never going to do it again. And that's what well, I'm yeah. Um, okay. In chapter eight, then Noah built an altar. This is verse 20. Uh, or 21. The Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, never again will I curse the ground because of humans, even though every inclination of the human heart is evil from evil from childhood. And never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, uh, summer and winter, day and okay. night will never cease. That's the part okay. I was referring okay. to. So there's two different, there's two different things going on there. So he says, I'm not going to kill everything as long as the earth is stable. But then and this is what's going to remind me to do it. But then he says, every time I'm pissed. Right. And then he says specifically, I won't ever flood the earth again, but he's like, and I won't kill everything as long as y'all don't jack the earth up too bad. <laughs> <laughs> but that like that was a reiteration of the same thing you said I, before no i get it it's one of those deals where it's like the the the, the two stories of creation kind of chapter by in front of one in front of another he won't he won't yeah. do it again as long as we don't put a lot of carbon into the air but since we are um all those cow no that's we're not doomed. god the earth itself is mad at us <laughs> mother earth is mad at us the, gaia is, is god Ga gaia gaia yeah. is mad at us yeah. <laughs> or is it Ishtar? i think i saw that on moana Saint Greta, the prophetess of How dare you Gaia. It's stolen my hopes and dreams. No, it's how dare you. <laughs> you see the, the meme of her in a bikini? Mm -hmm. And it's like it's not the only thing that's been hot. Was that yeah. you that said that, Matt? Was that my, I feel like I, I can I neither know. confirm or deny. I feel I don't I don't feel right about this conversation. It's just... it, it was definitely Michael that sent it, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not your dad. Different Michael. Michael Johnson. Yeah, I know um, who you're talking about. Not but... and not the world class sprinter. He's the crappy sprinter that we know. The gold, <laughs> the, the gold shoe wearing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, when, and, when, and when MJ sees this, he's going to get mad. He's like, "What do you mean? I'm not a crappy sprinter." Well, compared to the real Michael Johnson, you. He's going to be mad because we doxed him. Well, we didn't tell anybody where he lived. We didn't tell anybody he lives in. in well, they know they, they know Michael Johnson, man. They're going to like Michael Johnson is not going to. We didn't tell everybody that he lives in Laurel, Maryland. <laughs> he does he's probably still and, anonymous and he's, i mean and he's black now, yeah black in maryland you can never find him they're gonna he's gonna you whittle that down yeah although he doesn't say earl earl and earl so you might be able to find him <laughs> Like uh, like Odell Beckham does. <laughs> yeah, that was a great clip. That was that's pretty been, funny. He'd been doing his homework. Yeah. 
poor Brian. When we that's uh, that sports ball. When we leave Brian out of sports ball and shooting. Yeah, games. I don't, I don't. For the kids <laughs> oh, at home. So that was the other thing Nathan said to me. He was like, he goes, I wasn't sure. I he goes, I didn't because he couldn't see our faces. He could only hear Brian's voice. And he's like, that dude sounds familiar. I, I, I don't know if I know him. And then when he said shooty hoops, he goes, I know who that is. I met him at, at Andre's retirement. <laughs> that guy's a legend. It was, it was, it was I know funny. that guy. How could I forget him? Exactly. Yeah. Unforgettable. I was at a I was at a party for my wife's niece yesterday. People were sitting around. I'm like, you, you know what Joe Rogan, Matt Walsh, and I have in common? <laughs> and they're like what <laughs> i mean you should know hello <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so i think that's that's a wrap for today boys anything yeah you, anything my, you want to close out with my brain is just squeezed dry. I, don't, I don't i don't know that we solved anything but i think it was a good chat we did our yeah. usual we started over here and ended up way the heck over here and I think we, uh, I think we established monotheism. I don't know that we was ever really in question, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. that what you're? I was, dude. I was playing devil's advocate with you. I don't believe yeah, in we're, gods. I'm I never. You what, what could never, be a fear? I'm a hundred like, percent. I'm, I'm, I'm all. I'm all Yahweh. If if something could <clears throat> shake the worldview and actually make me scared, it would be that. Right. But since that's not a thing, I'm not scared. Is what I'm saying. Well, and I was just. Trying to reinforce that you sh- should never be scared of that. Because he was trying to help you sleep at sleep at night. It, it's because oh, it's I'm, oh, I'm good. It's a logical impossibility. I'll punch an alien in the face. 